Truck shit, I was on a mission. First show out in Reno with like a hundred niggas. DMT high like a new dimension. Hit New York all by my lonesome, trying to chase a vision. Switching seats, getting blurt by the highways. California license with a brick in the back. Out in Allentown, me and Tall Guy. Sitting inside an alley, finna get off a pack. Yeah, true story, I'm just being straight up. Niggas want deals, they gon' have to get their weight up. Reaching four, three cell phones and a pager. And I'm still about to have to get back to you later. Deals on the table, deals under the table. Champagne in the AM, campaigning when it's raining. Focused on the game, energy like Draymond. Keep it hood like AI, slicker than some KY. I stacked up my chips cause I macked on some. First cop that whip when my trap start jumping. Louis my shoes just to match my stunt. I'm back in town. And I'm back on some. Blew up just to run back to a line. I'm back in town, got you back on some. Took a couple losses in the gang. That ain't gonna stop me, bitch. I'm back on some. That's brand new from Clyde Carson titled Back on Something. It is the intro to his brand new project, Fastlane. It's available on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play. What's going on, folks? It's your boy. Sid Davis back with a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast, episode 222. You can find this show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcast, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. So not a lot has been going on, uh, but we are coming up on this Teddy Riley and Babyface battle. I don't know why people are excited about it. Don't care for it. Um, from what I've seen on Twitter in the complaints uh, with the technical difficulties. Did y'all not know this was going to happen? <laughs> I bro, the first time when I realized they postponed it, I said, OK, clearly these motherfuckers might not know what they're doing with the technology, Instagram live, the setup, all of that. And then it was proven with Teddy Riley. I don't know what the fuck he was doing. Um, that that first mess up, I was out. I was completely out of it. I was like, all right, peace. And um, I don't know what happened from there. But apparently, uh, 
he tried several of times to get it started and it just wasn't going the way that he planned plus i, I think he had like two other people it, it, like a hype man or something i don't know i wasn't paying attention to it i completely got off of it uh went to quarantine radio with tory lanes and i think I forgot who else went live but they were just oh yeah uh d nice yeah d nice I, I don't think d nice takes a day off but whatever um it was nice to watch him go live again and i was like i'm not watching that teddy riley and babyface battle i like babyface a lot i'm not a fan of teddy riley like that he's just to me very conceited self-centered and think he's god's gift to music and teddy riley is so damn un, uh, overrated to me um i believe babyface though babyface is very underrated as much as he's celebrated in the community of music and the genre that he's in i think he's it, it's like people know him but then i don't hear about him when it comes to songwriting for some odd reason like he's very well known but that that song the songwriting uh, aspect people don't really go out of their way to mention his name or it's like he's slightly forgotten i don't know maybe it's just me but i think babyface is very underrated um not celebrated enough uh despite the hits that he has uh, put out and assisted with throughout his career and i think it's it's dope that he's still doing his thing out here teddy riley i give him his respects you know um shout out to teddy riley but it's just i don't know man he just Motherfucker just thinks he's God's gift to music, period. And he's not that great to me. He never was that great. I don't give a shit. It's just my opinion. Don't get offended. Let me school you on something, little chap. Like, fuck out of here. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't care. I just don't like Teddy Riley. That's all. Uh, now, some of the news that I have been looking up, right? A lot of it has made me laugh because I'm like, these folks must be bored. I stumbled onto an article uh, on the website fromthestage.net. The title of this article, Snoop Dogg was once involved in a serious fight with WWE superstar. Here is the rare video below. I'm going to just read part of this. Iconic West Coast rapper and also, not almost, geez, also a famous social media personality, Snoop Dogg, has continued to share interesting posts on his official Instagram account. Snoop Dogg had taken over as the guest host on WWE Raw in 2009, and he fought with Chavo Guerrero, who is a former WWE superstar and third generation wrestler. Rest in peace to Eddie Guerrero. Um, so that fight that they're talking about, they made it seem as if it was a, a bloody brawl, and it wasn't. Um, WWE 2009 was kind of a cool time. It was like one of the last times I thought the WWE was really doing something. Like, even though it was kind of like eh, stale at some points, there were some moments in there where, you know, I, I had love for it because this was the build up to uh, this was from WrestleMania 25, Shawn Michaels versus Undertaker in the entire year. Shawn Michaels was doing everything that he could to 
have his rematch with Undertaker. Um, of course, they fought again, WrestleMania 26, one of, shit, one of the best matches ever. Anyway, WWE 2009, uh, and continued on to 2010, they kind of went back into the classics like in the 80s with WWF. They had celebrities every Monday Night Raw to come through and host. Um, so they did it again. This was around the same time I think Currency and, and Wiz Khalifa dropped How Fly. But they had Snoop Dogg as a guest host. They had Stephen Amell from Green Arrow as a guest host. They had they had Dulé Hill. Dulé Hill, which is um, on USA Network's Psych. Um, is that that's one of my favorite shows. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin was a, a guest host. Cindy Lauper. Um, they they just went back to the eighties, man. They were they were all about doing like some nostalgic shit around that time. That took place in Jacksonville, Florida. I was there. I was front row with my brother, and that was the same time Snoop Dogg was promoting his album Malice in Wonderland. And I'm reading this and I'm like, oh, shit. And then the clip below, I was like, bro, I was there. I was right there. And I was trying to see if I could see myself in the crowd. But I'm like, these motherfuckers must be really bored because (laughs) how is this news? And then they made it seem like it was a real fight. But um, Chavo Guerrero, there, there was like this little person at the time in WWE named Hornswoggle. It was like this this Irish leprechaun act. I don't know. It was weird. Um, Chavo jumps into the ring. He ambushes Hornswoggle. Hornswoggle gets scared. Doesn't know what to do. He's looking around. Um, you can hear JR in the back, like commentating, yelling and shit like that, getting the people hyped and excited to see what happens next. All of a sudden, Snoop comes out tall lanky ass motherfucker <laughs> he jumps into the like the way he slides into the ring was so awkward and weird looking but he got close to chavo and snoop dogg just does this weird ass clothesline move and you could tell it like there's moments where you you see wrestling moves and like oh my god it's so phony and then there's just some moves that just look real as hell this right here would make the whole entire venue be like, bro, what the fuck was that? That's how weird the clothesline looked. And it was just like, he clotheslined him in one place. He didn't even run against the turnbuckle or anything. But it was one of the most corniest, awkward moments. But it was so exciting to be there to see. I'm like, oh my fucking gosh. Like, it's Snoop Dogg in the wrestling ring with, I wish it was somebody else, but it's, whatever it's Chavo Guerrero he's related to Eddie Guerrero it was it was a cool moment but um I don't know I it just made me laugh because like bruh that's like, <laughs> I was there and they making this shit seem like they were backstage and they got into this terrible fight like fuck out of here um another let me see another article that I bumped into that I was it made me laugh for a little while. Uh, Cheatsheet.com. The title of this article, Lil B put a curse on Kevin Durant and it lasted years. 
<laughs> anybody that knows the whole little be the base god beef between Kevin Durant and him and it was just such a weird time but little B put this curse on Kevin Durant and said okay you ha- you are cursed with the base god curse and you will never win a championship fam I think from oh my god how long did that last was it f- like five years I don't know I can't remember Hold on real quick. So it says one of the more memorable curses that Little B has placed on an NBA player is James Harden. That was another one that was hilarious. <laughs> After post. Oh, let me see. After posting that Harden signature celebration in which he faked eating out of a bowl was stolen from the rapper. Little B placed a curse on him that might still be going on. Harden has a reputation as someone who stumbles in big moments. And while Little B has since lifted the curse, many blamed on that curse. Little B's most famous victim, however, is Kevin Durant. Back in 2011, he tweeted, Kevin Durant will never win the title after he said Little B is a whack rapper. Hashtag the base God curse is on. Watch yourself, Durant. In 2011, Kevin Durant took to Twitter to express his distaste in Little B's music. <laughs> Anyone who has followed Lil B throughout his career knows what kind of mistake this is. <laughs> this is so fucking stupid. Uh, <laughs> and the and the rapper responded as one would expect him to with a curse. And of course, it follows the quote that I just read from the tweet. Durant, who had, who was once considered a favorite to compete with LeBron James for multiple titles, shrugged off the curse, but the damage was allegedly done. The Thunder had Durant, Harden, and Westbrook as one of the best young cores in the NBA and were sure to make multiple NBA Finals in 2012. However, the team lost in the NBA Finals and never made it back again with the Thunder. So, yeah. Uh, if you keep up with the NBA, you already know how long that took until Durant saw his first championship. <laughs> and I'm sitting there looking, I'm like, why in the fuck is this trending? Like, it was trending at number two. But, uh, oh, hang on a second. I just put the phone down. Speaking a little B, because that also brings me to another article. I'm not going to read this one. But Lil B just dropped a mixtape um, not too long ago. Let me see where it's because I think I downloaded it a uh, little B. Let me see what we got here. I, I did not unzip the file yet. Um, what is it? Trap OZ, right? That wasn't too long ago. That was two, three weeks ago. Little B just dropped another tape. And it says Little B unleashes 100 song gutter dealership mixtape. So this is his second time in his 10 year career that he's dropped a mixtape with 100 songs. No, I haven't listened to it. It's on Spotify It's everywhere. I think I'm going to take some time to listen to it. But that shit had me rolling. I'm like, why in the fuck is he doing this? And I'm pretty sure all the songs are horrible. But there was a time in my life where I was. Uh, a fan of little b of course i was trolling and i did it 
to upset people. And I'm like, oh, nigga, you supposed to like the real shit, bro. You like this motherfucker right here. And I'm like, yeah, man, Lil B, man, that dude could really rap, man. He got bars. And then it, they just couldn't believe what I was saying. And they would just hang their head in shame and walk away. <laughs> But it was pure comedy to me because I'm like, how in the hell did this dude get to where he is to the point of being on interviews with Pardon the Interruption and all the other ESPN shows? Like he was doing interviews, he's still doing interviews um, on ESPN and Fox Sports. And I'm, I, I don't know, but whatever. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um. I guess, you know, with the COVID-19 thing going on, people are just desperate for news, I guess. But I don't know why these two stories were trending. I thought it was weird. Anyway, uh, let me get into some new music real quick. So uh, Larry June has a project out right now called Adjust to the Game. Um, he is also teasing another project with Cardo called Mr. Midnight 2. Uh, the first one, you can go ahead and check that out. It's on all streaming services. Them snippets on a new one sound so hard. <laughs> I don't know when he's dropping it, but whatever. Um, and I also think he's working on a, a project with Currency right now. And uh, speaking of, since this is the month of 420, all, all month is 420, Currency has a live stream on YouTube coming up and he is saying that he's supposed to preview some some tracks off of Pilot Talk 4 with Ski Beats. If he drops this on 420, I'm fam. I'm going to have to like chill because I'm like, all right, Currency, you got to slow down. You just dropping too much all at once. Relax. But anyway, um, uh, back to Larry June, Larry June like I said, has a new project out called Adjust to the Game. Pretty good. One of my favorite songs on here is called Summer Snow featuring G Perico. Check it out. You know I fuck with you. Like in pictures that 
Once again, that Summer Snow by Larry June featuring G Perico off of the brand new project Adjust to the Game is available on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play. So, okay, uh, I'll get into the Social Introvert TV a little later. I'm still trying to set this up, getting the artwork done. So I'm in the process of doing that for Twitch, uh, YouTube streaming, and all that jazz, whatever. But speaking of streaming, right, I watch a lot of streamers. There is one girl in particular named Invader Invader V. Uh, it's Invader and V is V-I-E, whatever. Um, it's a lot of these women, right? I'm, I'm, uh, okay, whatever. I'm, let me not filter myself. I'm not even going to give you a disclaimer. I don't care anymore. Listen, okay. There's a lot of entitled women online and it, it's sad because it's like damn like you you really look like the homeless person holding the cup out waiting for some change t- to be thrown in there like are you kidding me right now <laughs> like before i get into invader v right i'm on social media um i was up last night playing video games just chilling having a good time and I never played Left 4 Dead or Left 4 Dead 2, so I've been actually got a chance to purchase those and play them. And I'm like, damn, where was I back in mid 2000s? I'm bugging. But anyway, so this girl hits me up and she said, hi. That was it. I was like, okay. I said, hey, how are you? Um, emoji with the you know the the questionable emoji or whatever and she was like uh nothing really i was just wanting to know would you like to buy my my premium or my my private account my only fans basically and i was like um it's like i i'm not sure not really and she just kept going to my she was like no she's like you don't understand she's like trust me you're gonna love it blah 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 so I decided to play, I guess, Koi. And I said, okay, so what do you have or what do you do? She says, everything. I said, oh, great. And um, she was like, so she's like, I'm telling you, you're really going to like my OnlyFans. She's like, you, you can't say no. And five minutes goes by. I waited to reply. So I continue to play the game. Press pause put the controller down, replied back. And I said, sorry, beloved. I was like, not interested in your OnlyFans account. And she replies back with a bunch of question marks. She was like, wait a minute. She's like, are you like gay or something? I said, nah, not the slightest, not at all. Not at all. (laughs) She's like, so you don't want to see me, um, with nothing. No, I said, no, not at all. I'm not interested. She's like, are you married? I said, nope. She said, "Uh, are you in a relationship? I said, nope. 
Not at all. I'm just not interested. I just like, stop begging. Um, 30 seconds later, she blocked me with the quickness. And a lot of them do that because I'm always getting messages and say, hey, um, would you like to subscribe to my OnlyFans for such and such videos? I do this and I that do this and that. And I also do meetups. And I just be like, the fuck? Like, I just be blocking that shit. Hey, ladies, check this out. Not all dudes are just interested in one thing. I'm going to get that off my chest right now. Niggas just want to sit around sometimes, play games, and not be bothered. Um, and we like entertainment, like video games, anime, uh, stand-up comedies, action movies. We just don't give a fuck about what y'all think we only give a fuck about. Just FYI. Um, y'all got to stop because it's annoying as shit, and I hate it. I really do. <laughs> don't give a fuck. Like, I see half-naked chicks on Instagram and all day, and it's just like, whatever. It's, it's kind of like a, a burnt-out feeling. Like, I, I just don't care, bro. Like, leave me the fuck alone. But <laughs> I, I just don't understand the blocking after the I I don't know. I don't get it. I'm not understanding. Like, go get a fucking job. Like, you pocket watching the dude is like, oh, niggas is always broke, but bitch, you broke holding your cup out, waiting for chump change. Oh, I'm about to cash out on OnlyFans. DM me for OnlyFans. Fuck out of here. Y'all are fucking corny. That shit is corny. Knock it off, please. And I, I had a few block me for that. I just don't care. They leave me the hell alone. But with twitch it's the same thing twitch is a, a game you know you can stream games live and everything like that you know people there's a lot of celebrities that hop on there like the other day i was watching aloe black uh talk about his time with um you know singing and you know being signed to aftermath with dr dre and getting back together with exile and doing all of this you know just you know like an interview style thing and some of these Twitch girls, though, uh, they they dress in little clothing. And trust me, I'm not trying to judge how they dress. They can do what they want to do. But they are so entitled. Like, if you watch them, they're expecting, like, they will bark and bite at you. Like, hey, if you don't pay me such and such amount of money, you can't be on my live stream. Get the fuck off my live stream. You fucking lame. You're broke, blah, blah, blah. What are you doing here on my live? Um, so this chick, Invader V, does this. And she's not the only one. This isn't the first time this has happened, of course. Um, I was able to rip the, the audio from the stream. Check this out. It doesn't really matter how much money you make or how much money you have. That's really the thing. Because I'm not asking you for a large financial contribution. If it costs $20 to sub, $20 is quite a bit of money. $20 is you can get a full meal for $20. And the difference of $20 and eating a meal is in that $20. Like, that's where it is. But a sub is $5. At maximum, in whatever your currency is, it's maybe $10. And it doesn't matter how broke you are. If you have time to watch Twitch, you have you have $10, truly. If you don't have $10, you probably don't have time to watch Twitch because you should be working, 
you should be trying to earn money. Uh, it's not a ton, it's not like a ton of money. So being like, I'm broke, I can't afford to sub, it, that doesn't really track. What you mean to say is, I'm so irresponsible with my money, I can't support the entertainment that I enjoy. <laughs> That's what that is. I'm unemployed, so basically all my money goes to bills and food, or I would support you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's five dollars. It's really like you're never you're not gonna you're no one's gonna convince me that what I'm saying is so rude or so unacceptable or so outrageous. It just simply isn't. It's just it's five dollars. It doesn't cost you that much to sub. And it's very, very wonderful because it allows streamers to continue supporting their communities with content. That's all. Oh my, so here we have some excellent 300 IQ comments from the peanut gallery. This conversation sucks. This is weird. Yikes. These are exquisite contributions to a very good conversation. And these people in chat who are making these comments do not appear as immature childish cheapscapes whatsoever. <laughs> They're just sitting here masturbating as hard as they possibly can, as quietly as they can, because their parents are in the next room talking about how disappointed they are in them. And they're like, why would I ever pay for this when this slut's giving it away for free? <laughs> you're right, buddy, you're right. Well, that's what kind of pisses me off. You know, do what you gotta do to get your money or whatnot, but it's like, don't sit here and think that people should give you this amount of money like you're playing video games and plus i'm pretty sure you're terrible at it you're not even playing a, a dope ass video you're not playing nothing like red dead redemption 2 or gta 5 and you ain't doing none of that you're playing some bum ass um see i like animal crossing but it's kind of eh now because the younger crowds got into it and it's just it's fucking annoying now um yeah y'all play games on easy mode and shit um you dress in little clothing just to get more money and more views uh you're mundane you're boring you don't talk to the the people that are watching you don't interact with any of your viewers you're garbage and y'all suck and then y'all get mad at twitch's guidelines because i think as of a few days ago twitch has a uh, a new clothing guideline that they're going by now and the women are upset they are very upset by this uh twitch i'm, I'm actually glad they're stepping up and doing something because it's like fam i don't care i don't care how you look bro if you dope at playing a video game that's what i want to see you're boring <laughs> stop talking and play the game are you dope at crash bandicoot are you dope at uh fucking resident evil 3 remake like come on man it, it just frustrates me and i'm like i'm not even sure if i want to start live streaming video games because it's like what's the point um youtube i could i i see myself on youtube doing just fine but with twitch it's just it seems like a lost cause i don't know what it is but it seems like the the clothing guidelines that they're abiding by now for twitch uh, they seem to be going into the right direction, I guess. It's just these entitled, uh, these in, these entitled e-girls that just think that you should give them money. Like, bruh, go away. And, you know, I think that a, a while ago I did an episode on, actually I did like two.
two, maybe three episodes talking about one of these Twitch e-girls. Um, they're just, and y'all might remember, y'all might not, but goodness gracious, if y'all have seen any of these video clips on YouTube with these Twitch e-girls, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And it's just like, dog, uh, you're boring. You shouldn't even show your face on a live stream. Just let us know what game you're going to play and let's see if you're good at it. If you're not, we're just not going to watch your live stream. Um, I, I can openly admit I'm not good at some games. I'll play the ones that I'm really good at and keep it pushing. I'm not going to sit there and beg motherfuckers to say, hey, you need to donate this much money to me in order to be on my live stream. If you can't get the fuck out and leave. And I think she's also this girl, Invader V. Um, I forgot what she has. She has a feature where she's able to track the people's names that donate to her. And she started naming them off by name. Um, as of as of April 20th or no, my bad. As of April 19th, she has lost like 87,000 followers, which, you know, I don't give a fuck about numbers or how many followers you got. But it's like, damn, you're breaching upon people's privacy, really? Like, goodness gracious. Now she's sitting here crying and moping about it, and she's sad that she lost that many people. It's like, hey, don't do shit like that. That's not cool. But uh, dudes that's donating, doing all of this shit with OnlyFans and Twitch and all of that, y'all got to stop. Y'all got to stop gassing these females' heads up. Because that shit's weird, too. Like, it's... Especially with some of y'all dudes, it's like... Y'all feel like if you donate to the, the chick that she'll take notice and talk to you and actually interact with you. Stop spending your fucking money, especially during this time. <laughs> it's so weird. And I'm not trying to say the word, but I'm just, I'm like, bro, stop being a simp, bro. Stop it. Knock it off. Save your money. Go buy some oatmeal pies and a few other fucking snacks or something and be happy. Stop giving your money away, bro. It's okay. Trust me, the chick is probably lame in real life. Go find you somebody that's worthwhile talking to. Trust me, there's a lot of them out there. But yeah, fam, uh, this shit, I'm, I'm trying to find, I'm doing my best, man. I'm trying to find some dope shit out here. And all I'm seeing is old stories trending and people still acting entitled during a uh, quote unquote pandemic. But yeah, um. But anyway, Idris Elba, um, these celebrities continue to piss me off. Like it, it makes my ass itch. I just wish they would sit down and go away. How in the hell are you asking the everyday working man and woman, uh, please donate, donate when niggas are losing their jobs left and right. And you sitting here 70 to a hundred million strong, like relax B uh, anyway Idris Elba man says he says that we should for every year quarantine in our homes for a week to remember the pandemic uh, I've got a little short report shout out to the shade room even though I fucking hate the shade room but uh, shout out to you guys now 
I'm gonna do my best again to my Idris Elba, my British accent. Like it's it's early in the fucking morning. I am tired, but whatever. Uh <laughs> while speaking with AP News, Idris suggested that people quarantine themselves for a week every year to remember the coronavirus pandemic. Idris says, <clears throat> I think that the world should take a week of quarantine every year just to remember this time. Remember each other. I really do. Then he continues to say, where, where is it? It's been about six weeks from the beginning to this point right now for us. Where it's essentially our, oh my God, essentially. Where it's essentially our lives turned around. Definitely scary. The fuck are you talking about? God damn it, bro. He gets on my fucking nerves, man. I, I swear to God. Um, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, Idris Elba used to be like somewhat of this role model to me because black man, Hollywood and dress distinguished. I went through this before. And it's just it's just breaking my heart because I'm like, nigga, you a lame. You like the rest of them, bro. Like fuck out of here anyway <laughs> kiss my ass Idris Elba you were garbage you know I I don't know I guess it's like they say um be careful who you call your heroes um whatever uh anyway uh I'm about to get up out of here and um real quick what I want to say is the social introvert tv is coming I am working on artwork um I got one more thing. I, I'm trying to get the camera set up. I, it was one thing that I did not grab, and it was the Cam Link, uh, f the the Cam Link 4K where I, I hook it up to the USB port, and on the end, um, there's a HDMI hookup, and then I could just hook it into there and live stream myself. So you'll see me and the gameplay. But um, I got another alternative for that. I got to get that as well. It's not going to take long for me to get it, but um, I'll sh uh, let me see. Let me not put a date out there specifically. Let me see. What we got going on here. Um, what's today's date? The 20th? It's the 20th. So, you know what? I want to shoot for. I should start live streaming May 1st. Yeah, May 1st sounds like a good date. Um. And there's a couple other things, man, coming up that I'm doing in May. Shit that I thought I'd never be doing again, but here I am. And I figure, and I'm like, you know what? Hypothetically, let's just say if the COVID does get me, um, I'd rather uh, die doing <laughs> what I really want to do instead of just dying and not having to complete certain things that I want to get done. Um, so... May 1st, the Social Introvert TV will launch. I'll be doing live streams. Um, and then I guess, you know, after the live stream, I'll take those clips and put them onto my YouTube. I'll live stream on YouTube as well, but I'll take those clips and make YouTube videos out of them and, you know, just commentate on certain weird ass stories and celebrity news and, you know, poke fun at certain things, you know. And. That's about it, man. I haven't fully figured it out yet, but it's a whole lot of things that I'm thinking about with the social introvert TV. Um, 
I'll, I'll sleep on it, man. I'm delirious. I'm out of it right now. And uh, oh yeah, May fourth, um, I'll be going back to school. Yeah, that that happened as well. The only reason why is because my grandmother talked me into it, and I was like, bro, I'm not trying to do that shit again. She was like, please just do it. If you really want to go after and and do this thing and be very successful at it, just go to school for it. Please do it for me. So um, I will be taking classes online uh, starting May 4th. And I'm just sitting here. I'm like, I can't believe I just did that. I rip man. What the hell? <laughs> what am I doing? But anyway, uh, you know, you know, being in the forefront of the music business is one thing, but it's a lot of people know they did not go to school for it. And you see a lot of them having to go down this long road to live and learn, which everybody has to live and learn at some point. But watching these music artists and producers over and over and over again with the same story. Hey, such and such did this to me. This happened. I got screwed over. Da, 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 da. how does this work how does that work and i'm looking at it and i was like well maybe i don't have to necessarily be in the forefront all the time and maybe i should just jump behind the scenes and see what the fuck they're doing and see how this works and then infiltrate and then work my way to keep the next person from getting screwed over i just we've seen this story time and time and time again i'm sick of seeing it and the one thing that'll probably make me the happiest about the music business is to see hip hop. These rappers just know what the fuck is going on. I don't I'm just tired of seeing rappers not understanding how streaming works, how much you're getting paid. It's just it's all in shambles. It's a fucking mess. And I just I don't know. I just want to have a part to play in it. But yeah, that's all. Um but with that being said, that wraps up this episode. Thank you for listening to episode 222 of the Social Introvert Podcast. Uh, real quick shout out to the usual suspects, 12 Cow Podcast, Just Say Words, the John Effect Podcast, Reasonable Ignor Ignorance, sorry, <laughs> uh, Ignorant Philosophy, uh, Random Tandem, Saturdays with Chicken Duck, the White Pants Society, Talking Greasy. And of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Gummin' Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. Shout out to Rain Coleman over there at the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. And shout out to our BYNK Radio blog content creators, Jasmine Blue and Hakeem Skipwith. I'm also a blog content creator. You can go to BYNKRadio.net, go to the lifestyle section, and scroll down to you see Social Introvert. That's my blog. If you want to follow me, on social media you can follow me on instagram and twitter at i sid davis you can also follow my other instagram page which is at the social introvert podcast and my second twitter page which is tsi underscore pod all of that will be in the description of this episode and sing your thoughts and voice memos could be about anything doesn't matter what it is uh i, I man you can send some bullshit to me, man, and I'll read it and, I don't know, probably roast your ass for it. Uh, send those emails to the Social Introvert Podcast at gmail.com. 
And until Thursday, guys. Peace. You're gonna get hurt. Just do it. One time for your mind. Here I come. Check it. Thoughts in my head don't stand a chance. I'm about to tackle rhymes. Go to war, slice missiles in half like Afro Samurai. Spike speed with a mic lethal, my eyes see through. Time, when I sees the future, the other sees the opposite. One's a dream, one's a nightmare. Got one eye closed, running from an optic lens. Best on Mars, never too gone. Bounty hunt bananas with stanzas, I need to move longs. They say I'm too strong, uh uh. Labeled a conundrum. Don't stand in front of them. Mecha raps, Gundam. Ha, uh uh. Yo, check it. You step into a giant in the form of a tyrant. Microphone Midas. They download illegally in search of that gold. Pirates. You couldn't handle a one piece from Strawhead Luffy to MC. You don't want to see combinations amazing flying at you like Raider because I didn't get played on a local station. Uh. Cartoons, anime, and manga. You know I'm watching Galaxy Boy. I am your father. Uh-uh. I am your father. You know I'm watching Galaxy Boy. I am your father. Hey yo, cartoons, anime and manga, you know I'm watching Galaxy Boy, I am your father. Uh-uh, I am your father, you know I'm watching Galaxy Boy, I am your father. Hey yo, uh, just landed, they can't withstand the damage from the bandit, dropping special beam cannons from Planet Namek. Welcome to Adult Swim, you can't hang without your floaties, drown kids in a pool like Jason Voorhees. Uh, only the dopest raps, fold them in a goalie mask, traded hockey sticks for machetes, now keep your throat intact, running through your cul-de-sac. With your favorite rapper balled up in a sleeping bag Live from the outer rim They call me Anakin Sky, author the mic floss And you might find Gawkins that decided these rapper carcasses Hidden under the carpets in my starships They say, why you wear a mask, bro? Cause I feel like I was designed by Hasbro uh, The flow's insane to them One love where y'all shine like Destro's cranium Word to Cobra Commander Be water, my friend, I'm at it again Surrounding them Spoken word reservoir Sick with intent to drown you in uh. Hey yo, must I remind you? I turned the handle on the Ted Saiga into a microphone. I might just roam the roam and they're itching to run when I'm Supreme Victory!